Singing on the Line by Aaliyah Pavani. Okay. Does it hurt? Um, no. It doesn't usually hurt. It it feels like worn. Yeah, I found when I lost my voice, there's like a delay in the like signal from my brain to make the sound and the sound coming out. Do you know what I instead of going ah and you're like ah your vocal cords start vibrating and wiggling. If you sing too hard or too low, you're going like this. It's a cow, so we'll drop the diaphragm. Okay. And into it. The notes are already there. We'll probably start here, just going. nice and also like even just a little in the jaw hinge okay oh god a e a o u a e a o singing on the line it's like sort of like a mental concept to help with your singing uh-huh. but the concept is like that the next note is just inevitable mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
for a bit but like just like maybe still has a little bit of scar tissue there but I think that the voice like regenerates itself and like if you worked the muscles in the right way you can hear the rasp is already like shedding so uh, we're gonna go to kind of the two extreme points of the voice um, and the vocal cords that we don't usually use so uh, this first one is like a hooty owly kind of ooh sound it's like Ooh, almost like you're in a yawn. Ooh, with that like, ooh, ooh. Can you do that then? Ooh, ooh. Gently all the way through. the palette no 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 up here and it's <laughs> that's bad it's good ha bad good can you say it like it's mine it's mine 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 Produced by Leah Pavani and features her voice alongside the voice of vocal coach and musician Kriti Uranowski. This piece followed Aaliyah as she went to her vocal coach to look into the extent of her vocal cord damage and the contours of the voice she had left. Singing on the Line was first created for Resonant Bodies as a four-channel sound installation where silver balloons were transformed into speaker membranes, allowing the listener to drift in and out of voices and harmonies in the room. 
This version mixed for the podcast is a close listening exercise, one that shifts the embodiment of encountering the work in a physical space to that of an encounter mediated through a device, so your phone or computer or however you listen, and your body's perception of those sounds. Aliyah Pabani is a Toronto-based artist and audio producer. She was the host and producer of Canada Land's arts and culture podcast, The Imposter, and her audio work has appeared on BBC Shortcuts, In the Dark, and NTS Radio. She co-created POC and Audio, an international searchable online directory of hundreds of people of color. And she's also a member of the 2019 Third Coast International Audio Festival's advisory group. Her predominantly installation and performance-based art has been shown at Images Festival, Summer Works, and the Theatre Centre. We asked Aaliyah about the experience making this piece. Here's what she had to say. This piece comes out of a desire that I've had for a long time to kind of map out the damage to my vocal cords. Um, As a kid, I used to scream a lot and throw a lot of tantrums and I think that might have caused stress to my uh, vocal cords and that's why I have the voice that I have right now and although I really like my voice um, I can't actually sing very well Um, I have a really limited range and so I wanted to speak to a vocal coach and do a vocal lesson to see what my voice could do the thing that I wasn't really prepared for was when I was in the actual vocal lesson There were certain sounds that I made that brought up memories. The kind of ooh sound, the like hooting owl sound, brought up a lot of kind of painful memories from childhood. And then the eh sound, kind of the one that was closer to the front of my mouth, brought up a lot of memories of altercations that I've had or moments where I've had to kind of stand up for myself. And that was interesting to me, the idea that these types of memories or these emotions were related to sounds that I was making in different parts of my body. I also wanted to explore the idea that the Ionian scale and the way that it proceeds kind of has a certain narrative weight. Um, It was really difficult listening to myself doing scales because there was this kind of tension or drama. There's like a natural narrative arc leading to the moment where I would no longer be able to proceed. And so that was something that I really wanted to play with in the piece. The way that the voice moves between the symbolic and the kind of embodied uh, spaces through voice and through the actual experience that you're holding in the body when you're making different sounds. I think in the end, I wanted to make a piece that would create a kind of embodiment in the listener that the listener would feel the sensations of the different sounds while they were listening to it and feel the kind of frustrations or the tension or the vulnerability that I felt. And so I think it was difficult to translate that feeling that I had while making the piece and the kind of embodied aspect of it into an installation form because my installation consisted of four Um, kind of abjectly floating helium balloons uh, that were made into speakers. And so that installation was kind of um, the opposite of what I was experiencing when I was listening to the piece in headphones while editing it. 
it was a kind of disembodied version of the piece. So I think the challenge was trying to allow for a certain kind of relation between the listener and those floating silver orbs that would kind of be a very different experience from the experience of listening to it over headphones, but still kind of an empathic gesture. Technically, it was difficult because there was a matter of, you know, helium is really in demand right now because it's a scarce resource. So it was really expensive. So I could only get balloons of a certain size <laughs> to fill with helium. But then um, turning them into speakers and using speaker wire would drag them closer toward the ground. So it was about kind of trying to figure out the best combination of helium, the best size for a mirrored circular orb style balloon and the quantity of helium that would allow them to kind of float at just the right height so that they would be audible and kind of the sound would move between them and that people would see them as kind of living in a way. The balloons themselves are mirrored so when you're looking at them or engaging with them or getting close to them, they move away from you because they're helium, but they also kind of mirror your gaze back at you. So it's really about the interaction between the balloon uh, as a body and the listener. Whereas when you're listening over headphones, there's more of an opportunity to kind of feel the actual experience of the subject of the piece, me doing this vocal lesson, and maybe you cringe in moments and maybe you feel kind of different memories come up for you with the different sounds, different emotions. And there's also the fact of it being kind of in podcast format, which comes with certain expectations of, you know, being entertained or learning new things. I like the idea of making a piece that is about kind of trying to get into a particular physical experience more than anything else. For photos, video, and more from the exhibition, head to our website, constellationsaudio.com. Plus, we'll be adding content throughout the week on our Twitter, at Constellations, and Instagram, at constellation.sounds. Resonant Bodies was funded in part by the Toronto Arts Council and the Ontario Arts Council. The production and curatorial team includes Aliyah Pabani, Jess Shane, and myself, Michelle Macklem. More from all of us in a week. Until then, stay starry-eared friends. <laughs> <laughs>